This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. It's Monday, October 9th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about market turmoil, what triggered it and where it could go. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. Unfortunately, we can't talk about markets without talking about the weekend's tragic events. Yet another land war has broken out between neighboring territories after Hamas invaded Israel on Saturday and as Israel swiftly retaliated. So far, reports are of a tragic loss of life, as well as unimaginable terror. Our hearts go out to all those affected, and our thoughts are with everyone trying to get through the next few days. Markets are spooked, and this includes crypto. At 8 a.m. Eastern Time this morning, Bitcoin was trading at $27,450, down almost 1.3% over the past 24 hours. Ether was down 1.8%, trading at $1,590. Sentiment has been hit by the uptick in global market uncertainty and by expectations of a higher dollar. Moving on to signals in the macro market, it remains to be seen whether the jump in geopolitical uncertainty impacts the tone of Federal Reserve officials in coming days. The strong US jobs report on Friday sent expectations of another rate hike up But the weekend's events have brought them back down, as it is unlikely the Fed would want to add even more tension to an already tense situation. This week, all eyes will be on the ongoing conflict, as well as on the September inflation figures for the US, out on Thursday. It's also the start of the Q3 results reporting season. We'll be paying close attention to the messaging from consumer products companies and banks. These generally give forward-looking insight into how the consumer is feeling as well as into business spending plans. In stocks, at time of recording, the US market had not opened yet, but futures were pointing to sharp drops across the board. This could end up softening, however, as in Europe, stocks have been mixed. Earlier today, the FTSE 100 was more or less flat, while the DAX was down three quarters of a percent. The Israeli market plunged almost 7% yesterday. In Asia, China has reopened after a week-long holiday, with a Shanghai Composite closing down almost half a percent. Trading was halted in Hong Kong due to yet another storm alert, and Japan is closed for a holiday. In commodities, the key variable markets will be watching this week is the price of oil. This is soaring in early trading today, largely due to the potential disruption to supply. Neither Israel nor Gaza are oil producers, But it's very unlikely that this conflict stays local. Hamas has strong ties to Iran, which has been worried about ongoing peace negotiations between Israel and Saudi Arabia. So far, Iran has denied any involvement in Hamas's decision to attack, but it has openly praised the action. Iran accounts for approximately 3% of global oil supply, and around 20% of the world's oil passes through the Strait of Hormuz, which is controlled by Iran. The attack also makes a peace agreement between Saudi Arabia and Israel much less likely. 
part of the US broker deal would have involved Saudi Arabia increasing production, which would have helped to bring oil prices down. At 8 a.m. Eastern Time, the Brent crude benchmark was trading up 4% since Friday's close at $88.60 a barrel. Gold lived up to its safe haven reputation, jumping nine-tenths of a percent on Friday's close. Earlier today, it was trading at $1,848 per ounce. Stay with us. Next, we're going to talk about decentralization in Ethereum and upcoming crypto regulation in Taiwan. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. These cash-settled contracts give full exposure to crypto performance without the hassle of holding the physical position. No digital wallet? No problem. Trade nearly 24-7 in a transparent CFTC-regulated market. Visit cmegroup.com crypto to learn more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Welcome back. In headlines today, JP Morgan analysts have published a report that points out Ethereum's decreasing decentralization since the recent upgrades. These are the merge in which Ethereum moved from proof of work to proof of stake and the Shanghai upgrade which enabled the withdrawal of Ether from staking contracts. According to the note, the popularity of staking Ether in exchange for a yield has had two negative effects. One is to concentrate Ether holdings in a handful of staking services. This increases risk to the network should anything happen to one of the key staking nodes. The other negative impact is to lower the overall yield, which has dropped from just over 7% earlier this year to around 5.5% now. This is not that much more than the yield offered by U.S. Treasuries, which obviously carry much less risk, potentially relevant to investors in a risk-averse market. The analysts also highlight the potential risk from rehypothecation, in which tokens issued in exchange for state Ether are reused across numerous DeFi protocols at the same time. The note isn't all negative. It does mention that the largest decentralized staking service provider, Lido, has been adding more node operators to address centralization concerns. And, hopping over to Asia, Taiwan lawmakers are working on a draft crypto law which they hope to present next month. According to a recent Chainalysis report, Taiwan is the fourth most active region in East Asia in terms of crypto asset activity. It comes behind South Korea, Japan and China, but ahead of Hong Kong. Notably, Taiwan's reported crypto volumes are not far from China's, even though Taiwan has less than two hundredths of a percent of China's population. We'll put a link to this report in the show notes. That's it for today's episode. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, And if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.